Fierce Fan Media. I don't know if Stacy cooks. Do I you cook. cook. Yeah. Do you make things from scratch? Mm-hmm. And who indeed? Or do you make you orange chicken up. from scratch? Hell no. I could see so- you whipping up some orange chicken. There's a lot of like, I don't know, TikToks about chicken. I made this <laughs> this delicious Chinese smashed uh cucumber salad from scratch. Oh, like that one cucumber? You know the like the one that the chick does that it's like it's like an accordion. Have you seen that? I have oh, not. like the spiral? Yeah, it like looks so good. She does like this. She like cuts them all oh. up like that and then does this like we have a spiral. No, it's not spiral. It's like she like cuts it and then cuts it a different way, like diagonal and then diagonal the other way. So it's like it's still like it looks like and then you pull it apart. Mm-hmm. Like remember those Chinese finger traps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like that. It's really crazy. And then she puts this like soy sesame ginger dressing over it oh my god i gotta make it my mouth is watering <laughs> this salad and i have been eating non-stop since i went to this dumpling place a couple of weeks ago and it's literally like smashed cucumbers and like garlic a little bit of soy sauce rice vinegar but it's delicious that sounds good i know it's very good good evening everybody welcome to the weekly wind down um we're here for all your the recipes delicious dish yeah 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 welcome yeah i'm jackie d the literary lesbian i'm stacy the home chef yeah <laughs> i'm aaron the geeky gal pal yeah <laughs> i was waiting for the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. um can i offer you some feedback <laughs> so i'm actually drinking mcgrail wine tonight because my next order is ready for pickup and i have to get through the one i <coughs> got last time i was there so nice um nice. Such a, what kind uh it's that uh Sleonte, that um red mm. blend yeah, i finally my version of like you finally fucking made it is all of the wine in my wine fridge is good wine. There's not nice. a single bottle of wine in there that I'd be like, oh, don't, don't pull that. That's for congratulations, friend. I know. That's like, for when I mean, you're drunk already. I, I'm not drunk. No, I'm no, saying like those oh, that's the bottle like that you pull out at the end. I'm not like, like holding drunk. a level. Like there's not a mm-hmm. single bottle in there that's worth over like sixty dollars. But mm-hmm. I have quite the assortment now. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of you, Jackie. Well, I'm drinking a margarita from Jose Cuervo, <laughs> pre-made. But I did salt Circa the rim of my glass. 2022. <laughs> yeah, I did salt the rim of my glass from scratch. Wow! So. Is there another way to do it? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aaron. So I am drinking this uh, new vodka. alcohol called vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I like I so I listened to your last podcast that I wasn't on, mm-hmm. and it was all like obviously Julie's not drinking wine, and you're like it's the weekly wine down, which I've heard before. So I was like maybe I should just drink wine, and then you said fuck it. Yeah. I do what I want. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't. I mean, you know what? I'd actually prefer you not drink wine because you get so drunk on wine so fast that uh, you're a pain in the ass. 
oh, cool. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad then that yeah. I'm doing it for you. It Jackie. makes my I'm job harder. You. Right. You know, I for the fans. anything to make your job easier. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> well, make my job easier is if you did not start drinking until we started recording. Tonight. That's what happened. I, know. I literally yeah. made it at when you show up 55. drunk. Whew. I told Erin, I was talking to her one day when I was driving home and she gives me shit for muting her sometimes. And I'm like, listen, I do it for you. (laughs) I do it because I love you. And you are saying ridiculous things. She's like, I know. And I love you for that. I couldn't, I couldn't manage to catch you before the vaginitis outburst, but I I try. I can't ever catch the vaginitis before the outburst either, oh, so God, it's fine. Amazing. <laughs> well, in Erin's defense, she's three hours ahead of us. For sure, like, totally. It's way harder. We don't ever show up drunk because we're coming straight from work, but you've yeah. been off for like three hours. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes, sometimes I've had one of those days where yeah. I'm like, yeah. I need a fucking drink. Do you know what would fix right that, though? Now. If you would just yeah. finally... If you moved to California? Yes. Yeah. I know, you know, what's so funny is, so, you know, that like TikTok, I oh know, mm, mm, so, you know, him. that TikTok you sent, uh, which one we for, share a lot of TikToks right, right. about uh, Gavin, about Gavin Newsom. Newsom. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I'm like you, he donated like a hundred thousand dollars to Charlie Crist. Right. Did you guys know mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was just like, Gavin Newsom, man, what a guy, what a guy, what a guy. So I, I just said to that. He was like, I'm not running for president. You think I'd be wearing this outfit? I was running right? And like. I, I sent it to Gail because obviously like that's who I need to. Yeah. Convince. No, we know like, how it works. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. one too. Come yeah. to California. Yeah. We got governors yeah. like this dream boat. Who cares about people? Well, I, I go, I go, I'm not saying let's move to California, but I'm just <laughs> saying watch this TikTok. <laughs> watch this TikTok because imagine having a governor that actually cared about you, like each citizen. And I just, We've never been in a state that's like that because we came from fucking Indiana with Mike Pence. Here's the thing and about now we're here. I, oh my god, you were really just on the yeah, tour I mean, of shitty governors. I don't. I have never agreed with everything Newsom. Oh has my god, ever anything he for. ever says, I love him the most. Right, but I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I will never doubt how much he loves this state. Mm-hmm. So I always am assured that even when I don't agree with things that he does, I think that he has information I'm not privy to, and he's doing what he thinks is best for California. Mm-hmm. And that helps me wrap my head around sometimes when he does things and I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Or what's happening mm-hmm. here or whatever. Plus we've said on here before, California is damn near ungovernable. We have 40 million people in this state. Like right. there's no like possible fucking governors. way to yeah. appease everybody that lives right. here and meet and people- everyone's needs. And when you got a guy like that, right, who's so honest, you know that, like, which I know people are going to say, like, he didn't have a mask on. Like, when you have a governor like that who really, like, I should say is transparent when it comes to, like, his governing, Mm, they, you know that, like, he's making informed decisions based on the information his staff gives him. You know, in some of these other states, they're, like, looking at staff reports and looking at recommendations, and they're like, fuck that, we're gonna do this instead. They're all angling for higher offices, and he's not. He is not. He's really doing doing his damnedest to just make California a good place. And I will say, like, overall, I think his, like, handling of COVID here was, like, the best of any other state. For sure. And, you know, it's so funny, because it's like, 
you know, obviously DeSantis always has got something to say about Gavin Newsom because right. Gavin doesn't back down from a fight either, right? No. Like he's, he's not on like, true social starting shit, Gavin Newsom. Right, like, oh, I like, love it. Well, and it's like it's so frustrating because DeSantis doesn't worry about this state at all in actuality. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really frustrating. And you know, like we just had our primary and I went and I voted and I was so excited because I voted for Nikki Freed. And I, I really thought she had a shot. She did not. But the second she knew she lost, she conceded. She called Charlie. She said, we need I to unite yep. and we need to defeat Ron DeSantis. And now it's this it's this whole force of Democrats coming out to hopefully defeat DeSantis. Yeah. Do I think it's possible? I don't know. Do I hope with my heart? Yes. But do I think it'll change anything in Florida? No. No, it won't because at the end of everything, <laughs> the day it this place is is really fucking crazy with the divide. The divide is really nuts in Florida because there really are a lot of fucking QAnoners here yeah. and Trumpers, and then there's you know normal normal people, and it's it's wow. really, it's it's, it's so easier scary. for us here because like we see. I mean, there's Trump supporters here too. Make no right. mistake, people oh, think God. that. But everywhere. it's easy for to be here and roll your eyes at them because you're right. like, you're never going to win anything. So live in your little weird right. world. Have fun and, with that. Yeah. So well, and they can enjoy your guns flag. Here. Well, and I, so I understand kind of eyes. the, um, like feeling really defeated and down about it because like, you know, they're there and you know that they're probably going to win too, which is so right. frustrating here. Right we can all kind of like joke and laugh and point mm-hmm. and roll, like I said, roll our eyes because it's like, you okay. guys don't even fucking matter here. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I was, I took the dogs for a walk today and there was this one house like right around the corner and they have a, uh, Ron DeSantis for governor sign in their yard. And it says, keep Florida free. Like, do you understand that his entire except abortions is, and gay people, right? And, it's yeah. all about controlling people. Like yeah. totally. essentially it, it, has nothing to do even he wants to control everybody and school teachers and right. what everybody else and yeah. that's the funny thing Might too, because anything they want yeah they, they're these, free <laughs> all of these conservatives that are like we are freedoms and like literally like so much government control <laughs> like right. i just don't get it it's so frustrating and it's like it's that whole thing with like you know they're the they're the party of keep government local and small but then they have these fucking overarching laws that you're like what yeah but let me fuck? tell you what to do with your uterus yeah. right like ridiculous fucking things that make no yeah. sense and it's just it's just frustrating and it's sad because i it's we're at two opposite ends of the united states right like i want to be where you're at but i'm all the way in the penis and I want to be up on the shoulder and I just can't get there. I can't mm-hmm. fucking get there. Cause it's a long fucking journey from the tip of the penis, the dirty, disgusting penis of America. Oh, wow. I don't even like penis. Yeah. Here I, I feel am. like it's more like the butthole. To be honest, I feel like Texas is the butthole. Oh, I, yeah. I got okay. super mad because okay. I saw a TikTok that I wanted to send to Aaron and you ever have that where your TikTok like refreshes accidentally oh, yes. and then it's gone? Yeah. And it was this lesbian 
And she was like, um, she was like, absolutely. I love like, that Stacy's on lesbian TikTok. Oh, I'm like I hardcore on lesbian TikTok. <laughs> She's and more on lesbian TikTok than I am. Probably. <laughs> um, and she was like, no, I'm actually like fucking repulsed by penises. And then it was like just pictures of like Chris Evans, smash. And then like, <laughs> like older Steve Carell, smash. And I was like, oh my God, this is Aaron. Like, yeah, like I am absolutely super lesbian and not bisexual, but like I would for sure hit it. Yeah. Chris Evans, I don't think, Whitford, I don't think they like, like count though. I don't know. It was just I mean, funny because Aaron was like, happen. no. Right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Yeah, happen. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There are. Quite it was a few. like very attractive, like men over forty vibe, and I was like, oh, oh man, this is right up Aaron's alley. I do love a silver fox. <laughs> Me over here rooting for fucking Mitch. I'm like, Mitch it was terrible. No, no, Mitch on from a, the morning show. The morning show. Oh, oh thinking it was Kessler. sweet Miss Mitch Kessler when they were slow dancing. I was like, oh. I know, right? I was like, I really like them together. I know, even though he's me a too. fucking sexual harasser. Uh, harasser. <laughs> I feel like now we have sexual harassment, but back in the 60s and 70s, they had sexual harassment. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> times they are a changing. They sure are. Um, okay, speaking of complete and utter wackadoos. Dude, I was doing those interviews. Uh, and then I talk to you, and when I tell you I have not had the chance to look at what's in the affidavit, so please enlighten. Can we pause? Can we pause? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go put, I'm going to go. So the affidavit. <laughs> well, here's, here's the other thing, too. Sorry, guys. We're going to take a, a hard right for a second, and we're not going to use like names yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the other thing, too. Like, it's not just about the capability of having the emotional intelligence to, like, temper your reactions to things. Mm -hmm. It's also the desire to do so because you want, once you become a leader, people are going to mimic your behaviors. And Mm -hmm. if you're just like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. You know, like, hey, if you want to talk about it, like, you can go ahead and come to me. No, you need to go to them and explain your reasoning, explain your decisions, and then be like, Am I being like, if there's anything that I'm not being clear about, like, feel free to ask me because I would love to be able to like explain Mm -hmm. in greater context what was going on so that like we have an open because relationships are saying if you want to come to me and talk, it puts it so much on the other person. And if you're trying to be the leader, you need to be like, hey, I'm starting this conversation Mm -hmm. I'm taking the onus of, you know, well, because relationships are built in the moments of because it's easy to be around people that agree with you that are like you that are like-minded mm-hmm. like all of those things are really easy when trust and relationships are really built is when there's like actual friction that you have to work through right. because it forces you to see something deeper in the other person than just like the surface level stuff so mm-hmm. like if you have a disagreement with someone and they're like hey I'm truly just, I want to understand where you're coming from. Like, can you explain to me like what you're thinking or feeling so that I can see it from your perspective? Even if you end up not agreeing, you're going to feel heard and appreciated and Mm -hmm. you can still land in two different spaces, but that person didn't violate your like boundaries of feelings and in your perspective. Right. So there's, Mm -hmm. 
there's always, you can still not agree because people are like, oh, well, you can't just agree with everyone. Sure. That's, that's true. You don't have to, but you can still get to a place where a person feels validated and heard and heard not agree. Yeah. Well, it's the and constant, that's hard. like, it's hard to teach yourself that. Yeah. It's a constant, like not being defensive. Like sometimes it's okay to just listen and not right. try and justify why you did that thing or why you said that or why you, whatever, like right. not about you sometimes. Yeah. It's I, not it's like about whole, you. Well, it's that whole, that whole, you know, like, I'm sorry you feel that way. No, like, I'm oh. sorry. I made you feel that way. Like I really right. am. I'm sorry. I made you feel that way. I didn't mean it like that. Like I may Mm. have said something in the heat of the moment and like, you know, my impulse control was not on point that time. So I'm sorry. I made you feel that way. Like I did not mean to do that. Like that whole, I'm sorry. You feel that way. Like that's not a sorry. That's not sorry. You're not sorry at all. And here's the other thing too. People Mm. crave like authenticity Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you truly don't know why you made someone feel that way and you're just going, I'm sorry, I made you feel that way. Then it's just okay. ask. Just ask. Right. You can, it's okay to say, can, can we talk about this for a second longer? Because I want to understand how, why, like how my presentation caused this reaction in you, because I don't want to do it again. Like, I really do right. care about how you feel mm-hmm. about these things. I really do want to have a better communicative relationship with you. And like, right. so I really want to work through this kind of friction where we're at so that I can do better next time. Mm-hmm. And that immediately takes someone's defenses down and they're immediately going to open up to, and if they don't, they don't want to have any type of relationship with you. And that's okay too. But right. at least you know, then where you stand and right. it's not worth your time or energy. Can I tell you that I saw a TikTok this morning and it was a middle school science teacher and she was like, she had the camera pointed on herself only, but she was talking to her class and she like, I was so in favor of this. She said today, I'm going to teach you how to not be friends with someone and how that's nice. (laughs) Yeah. And how you don't get taught that and middle school's hard and you're going to encounter people that like just don't vibe with you or that you don't like, you don't want to okay. be friends with and that's okay. But here's what right. we're not going to do. We're not going to convince other people to also not like that person. Right. We're not going right. to make fun of them. We're not going to bully them. We're going to be polite to them. Nobody in this room has more value than anybody else in this room, but it's also okay to not want to spend a lot of extra time with that person or like be friends with them. But it doesn't mean that you need to be mean to them. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. No one ever teaches you how to not be friends with someone. I was like, this man, these kids are going to rule the world. Yeah. I wish that I would have had that in elementary school, you know, like, listen, not everyone's going to like you and you're not going to like everyone. That's what she said. She said, not everyone's your cup of tea. Yeah. I I wish I, cause I will never forget middle school when I, I was, I, this girl, that I'm, I guess, loosely friends with, she, oh my God, she made everybody mad at me because I wore like some, like it was Halloween. So I wore a crisscross out. Remember crisscross? Oh (laughs) man. So I wore a crisscross with my friend and so did she with her friend. And Mm I, I was the one that got like, yeah dare you yeah I know I know I believe me I went home I was I I went home crying I didn't go to school for like three days in a row told my mom I was sick Mm -hmm. because 
of that very thing. Like, not everyone's going to like you. You're not going to like everybody, but we don't need to be dicks to them. Right. And I just was like, like my mind was blown. And then she finished it. And these are middle schoolers, which that's like a man, bless you. Cause that is a, as a tough crowd and she yeah. finished it with these affirmations and I was just like dude this lady is literally gonna change the world but I just was like man if more people would have learned how to not be friends with somebody this world would be such well, a better place and the difference between I could not want to be friends with you and still find things about you that I respect and that I totally. admire it's totally. just not my jam. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. have the same vibe. We don't have the same interests. Things in common. Yeah. Right. But sure. there can still be things about that person that you're like, damn, they're really good at that. I wish I was more like that. Or, you know, man, they've got great taste and whatever. It's okay to right. still like things about someone and not want to be friends with them too. Just like, to like get us back on track a little bit. You know who I do want to be friends with? Hmm. Whoever's running the White House Twitter right now. <laughs> Yes. Right. Yes. Right. yes. We're gonna, that's actually topic number two. Oh, okay. So, well, not okay. who's running the White House Twitter, but Woo! just like the hypocrisy <laughs> that's spilling out. And the White House is at, well, she's a girl from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Her name is Megan something. Coin. I can't remember it now. Yeah. Coin. But um, well, let's get to the affidavit real quick. Okay. So, um, in true Trump fashion, as soon as the affidavit was released, instead of Trump actually addressing any of the issues that were listed in the affidavit, he immediately started attacking the judge that said, yes, go ahead and release the affidavit, mm-hmm. saying that Obama must be so proud and he's a partisan hack and yada, yada, oh, yada, the, we, you know, greatest Obama hits. out of it at this point? Greatest hits. I don't want to hear about Obama. I don't want to hear about Hillary's emails. Oh, like Hillary's emails. I do want that hat, though. <laughs> but her emails but her emails <laughs> so what it basically comes down to is the affidavit was issued um and i'm not going to bore everyone with like the crazy details because it's going to be all over news and tiktok and everything for the next forever but um what it basically came down to is yes trump left with some classified some secret some top secret documents okay can we Time out. Go ahead. What's the difference between them? Because I know top secret, like you need like top clearance, right? Like there are different levels of security clearance to have access to them. Right. Classified is like like the lowest. Okay. So anything though that's classified enough is still not for him to have. Right. Like you shouldn't have it outside of the White House. Well, right. You could if you took the proper safety precautions to. So like. When Obama started right. writing, after Obama left office and he started writing his memoirs, right? And he needed some of the the paperwork that he had used while he was in the White House. He had to go through uh, a lawyer that talked with the National Archives that would issue the okay. papers to Obama for a certain amount of time. And then he would return them to that lawyer who would return them to the National Archives. Or it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be a lawyer specifically, but it has to be a designated person that passes these clearance levels that can transport these documents back and forth. There's There's a process. process. And while you're actually president, you can, you have a little bit more leeway where these documents, because 
it's not out of the question for a president to take documents to like the residents within the yeah. White House. Or like Camp David. Right. Or Camp <laughs> right. David. But yeah. he still mm-hmm. has to file paperwork stating that he's checking this paperwork out and right. taking it to a specific location. Like, it's not like he can just throw it in his briefcase at the end of the day, like I do, and take it home. Like, he has to let someone know this is leaving the press, the premises. And certain classes of documentation cannot leave the White House. Like it, it has to remain there. He can't even mm-hmm. take not just Biden, any president. You can't even right. take specific things out because of the likelihood of someone could photograph you with it or, you know what? It's not secure enough. So classified would be the lowest level. Secret's the next level. And then like top secret is okay. the highest I figured, level. But I felt like it was important. Right. Too, <laughs> so <the> story. <laughs> he took you know, over 300 pieces of paper that are considered classified and up with him. And I think 18 of them ended up being like top secret, 20 something of them ended up being secret and the rest were like classified. Well, so, and he doesn't have, they don't belong to him. No, they belong to the, to the United States. They belong right. to the national archives. Like they need to be treated as such. And also I don't know a lot about Florida, but if you're just going to be keeping paperwork in a dank basement with that humidity, like, I don't think that's like, even if you're just keeping books stored somewhere, I don't know if that's like the, that there are not basements in Florida. So the fact that this place has one is just questionable. Yeah. I mean, you did go two feet in the ground here and you hit water. Like, right. Right. You know, that's right. We don't have basements here either because of earthquakes. So yeah but you're not gonna hit water if you start digging for fuck i wish we'd hit water (laughs) well you'll hit it here i'll do yeah we're we're two seconds away from the the fucking uh bugs bunny sawing us off and us floating away (laughs) so (laughs) um so essentially the national archives was trying to get the paperwork back they issued several several subpoenas several notices Trump gave back some of the paperwork, didn't give back all of the paperwork. It was going back and forth for since he's left office, essentially, like trying to get this paperwork back. Like, I want people to understand that this wasn't a knee jerk reaction to getting this paperwork back. They had done virtually anything else than to Mm -hmm. issue a warrant to retrieve this paperwork. But because of the presidential, like um, the presidential, whatever it's called, paperwork actor. Mm-hmm. papers at whatever the national archives act you you can't just be wandering around, especially a place like mar-a-lago where it's a members inclusive club where it's not fully secure it's not like right. people come and go you can buy day pass memberships to this place like well and the stuff that i did see said it was all unfoldered and yeah. not organized mm-hmm. and <laughs> scattered i read yeah. scattered so one of the kind of weird things 0%. about it was now that they've retrieved some of this paperwork there's like he made handwritten notes in some of the columns, which is not legal. Yeah. So I know what the concern is essentially let's give Trump all of the credit in the world and say he wasn't selling secrets, which I think he was. I I think Trump was selling Mm -hmm. secrets because Trump only cares about Trump, but let's pretend for a second he wasn't and we'll give him credit. Okay. And he just felt entitled because trump feels entitled to everything and thought since this was during my presidency he took him home as mementos like i have and we also know that he really thought the president could literally just do just unclassified whatever yeah whatever (laughs) Whatever. so like like just this like omnipotent like like yes yeah (laughs) so let's give him the benefit of the doubt and saying he wasn't selling secrets 
Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. Even that makes me feel icky. Because of where he had these located, you can't guarantee that someone can't sneak in there and steal state secrets and steal, you know, plans to Camp David mm-hmm. and steal plans to some of our nuclear launch bases. And it's your fault bases. for putting it in jeopardy, right? Right. Yeah. So I did read some hot takes today. And again, this, the actual affidavit only came out like this afternoon. Um, I haven't been able to pour over it the way I was hoping to because of just fucking work. Yeah, but, it's long. It's long. Yeah, it's super long. But uh, all the hot takes I have seen is a shitload of lawyers being like, oh, he's going to jail. Like he's one hundred percent going. What I saw quickly too, so I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, God, my fingers are crossed. I don't know if I need to put a tooth under my pillow. Like I don't need to. I don't know what I need to do to make this happen. Here's what's impressing me about how the Biden administration is handling it. They're making like no comment on it at all. He's completely letting the Justice Department handle it to avoid any any perception Mm -hmm. of you know misuse or that he's pushing for it. But I think uh, an important highlight is Merrick Garland has never prosecuted someone and lost. Right. So you don't, in my opinion, my humble little local government opinion, which the stakes are not a fraction as high as what we're talking about here. You don't take a swing at someone unless you're 100% sure it's going to land especially this that's what i'm saying like we would never if we found out something on a council member we would never take a swing at them unless Mm -hmm. we were sure we wouldn't be doing our duties as public servants to not you know what i mean like right you're you have to your your t's are crossed your i's are dotted Mm -hmm. this isn't like an exploratory committee to find out what's going on like (laughs) the the crazy thing is too and i think we said it i think we talked about it on here like a few months ago when everyone was like oh what's he even doing and we said on here like just because you don't hear anything doesn't mean nothing's going on like they're not media junkies like merrick Mm -hmm. garland's not making press conferences about ongoing investigations that he's doing because everyone was all pissed off about um you know oh the january 6th committee is going on and merrick garland hasn't uttered a word well this is what he was doing like right. this like he wasn't I, just sitting in his office knitting a sweater like right he was busy like he i was also think shit done i'm glad they released these warrants because with the amount of attacks you've had on fbi offices lately like i think it's important for the trump supporters to see no this is like this isn't a witch hunt they're they're going after legitimate evidence here and i think because it was just released today, which is unheard of. It's absolutely unheard of because it, because it can disclose their intentions of the case, possible mm-hmm. witnesses. Like they're really taking a risk to release any of this. And that's not just with Trump. They don't typically release affidavits like this because of witness tampering mm-hmm. and, and possible of people. He's already doing that. Right? Well, like, but I think because of the threats to the FBI, I don't think yeah. they really had a choice. I think yeah, they were kind of, we're backed into a corner, but I think what we know today right now is the tip of oh, the iceberg. 100%. Right. 
this is just the stuff he kept, not the stuff that he flushed down the toilet. Mm-hmm. So God, it's so it's just it's it's absolutely terrifying. And like like remember when way back before he was elected and Hillary, oh, the good God, old days, yeah, yeah, yeah that. right. Like, <laughs> remember that tweet that was like, I wonder what's in Ivanka's uh oh, tomb yeah. <laughs> and it was like i hope it's the last six years of our lives life, you know yeah. you know like i wish i hope we could give that back like um i think it was we were talking about you know i i, I feel like well i don't even know if i was on then but either way like i remember everybody kind of being like there the reason this guy being in there is because it's so it, he's such a sensationalist. Like it's all about like, he's got the power. You're mm-hmm. fired. You're fired. He's a you narcissist. Yeah. 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 Like, and it's, it's this idea that like his finger on the goddamn nuclear war button, right? Like this the is a big deal. And then like, everybody's like, now, now, and now we're and now it's like, that, yeah, like, look, see? Like, actually, no, that's like, what happened. This, this is far worse than Hillary emailing about mm-hmm. Chelsea's wedding on a private server from her, you know, dot gov email address. Like, right. this is far worse than Hillary's fucking emails. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Like, who the fuck knows what he's sold and what he's who he's told? You know, let's yeah. be real. It's all Vladimir. Vlad, oh, Vlad's got all of it, I think, is to she, get the P tapes. Yeah. Xi Jinping, too. Like, mm-hmm. he's like. Yeah. Trump does not care about this country. He doesn't have loyalties to right. anybody. Yeah, no, he not cares about, he cares about, about money, money and himself. Yeah, that's it. He doesn't care yeah. about his kids. He doesn't care about his wife. Nope. He doesn't mm-hmm. care about his anything. Himself, his hair, and the money. Yep. What hair? And his fucking orange tan. His comb over. His, his yeah. comb over. I don't yeah. think he's got a lot of hair. I think he's got about. I think he's got about a hundred strands that just well, are doing a lot hundies. of work. Those hundy strands, his Benjamin hair, his Benny's hundy strands. Let's, uh, I think we're going to be talking about this for, oh, one of the questions I did get. Sorry. I do want my, my January 6th must-see TV hearings to return. I got an email at about 345 today, so I want to make sure I address it. Um, and I'm sorry, listener, I don't remember your name right now, but I do remember your email and you wanted to know if we thought this would impact the 2024 election. Um, and what I'm going to say is it's still too early to tell mm-hmm. because his supporters, and I don't mean the independents and I don't mean like, I mean, his, his true base, like the his ones base. who the would Trumpers. storm the Capitol. Um, the ones in the Jordan Klepper videos. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> Jordan this, Klepper's co-stars. This will not affect them. So I think we're going to have to wait and see how it plays out and whether or not it, he goes to jail like that's Even that's essentially what it comes jail, down to but still love him. what i do think is that running for president is a grift and because until he officially announces he is under no finance law obligations mm-hmm. or election finance law obligations so he can spend the money that all of his supporters are giving him on whatever he wants because he hasn't officially announced that he's running for anything. So I think he's going to Mm -hmm. wait and wait and wait and wait until he has sucked all of the money out, which is actually, it's kind of funny because donors are tapped. So the Republican party is struggling 
-hmm. for donations across the board because everyone has donated so much money to Trump that they're not donating to the RNC to help their their lower level um, elections. They're not getting funded the way that they were. Sorry about it. Um, So I I don't want to tell you what I think will happen because I'm still not sure he will actually spend a single day in jail. I think he should. But I don't know that he actually, I think he, I think at the most, and I, God damn, I hope I'm wrong. And right. listen, I hope I'm fucking wrong. But I think the most you're going to see is like house arrest for him. And um, because they're not going to be able to keep him in a secure enough facility. And like, there's going to be all these if things. he doesn't serve at least as much hard time as Martha Stewart, I right. will riot. Yeah. I will, will storm Mar a Lago. Oh, okay. Well, she might. I'll help her. Bird, I'm there. Awesome. What do you wear to like storm? No, you're not storming uh, anything. Okay. I'm putting my foot down. Neither okay. of you. You're not okay. prepared. Oh, can we like just come here and hang out in the pool? <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right, cool. You can storm Aaron's pool. Right on. With gusto. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I think you he'll be, I think you'll see suit. something like house arrest or <laughs> I think you're gonna see a shitload of fines, but all of his minions are paying for those now. Listen, I want a mugshot. I want a mugshot. I want no self. Well, here's the thing. I think the self tanner happens lots of places. I think the face is straight up like Ben Nye, like face, like pancake makeup. I want that gone. I want the hair uncoiffed. I want a mugshot. I don't think we're going to be rid of Trump and like the threat of running until he's dead. And I then I think we're going to have to deal with Don Jr. With his fucking dumbass son. Can we talk Ugh. about, um, though, like, so, like, what, when, when is he no longer allowed to run? Like, what? No. Nothing? The Constitution, I guess, like, he's in jail. Well, he could still, I mean, the Constitution states that someone can run for, can be in office for two terms as president. He can, can run as many times in, as he wants. What if he's actively like in? We don't jail? have any precedent for that, right? Because so we've never had the, that kind. We of don't have any legal ease around that. Right. There's nothing in the Constitution, and we should. But what was the make point? Something. Like w- when we were all just like hoping that he could never. If he were oh, to have been again. impeached, if he were impeached, uh, well, like if he it, was like removed from Senate. office, yes, Senate actually if, removed. Yes, because he got impeached, but if he would have been removed from office. Yes, the House impeached him, but the Senate didn't yeah. confirm the impeachment. So there's so. literally nothing that can stop him but death. Well, and he's not going to stop because it's the biggest moneymaker he's ever had. Let's be God. real. He doesn't seem that healthy. I mean, the Trump family's he's not the guy, going though. He's the guy. He's the guy that gets to eat the cheeseburger. I know. It's so fries, Smoke the cigars. Like, he gets to, like, you know float around in his fucking pool fatty mcfarlane like <laughs> walrus mcgee and he gets to live for fucking ever like that's that right there is trump trump is the person that you were like how is he still fucking alive like how mick jagger the yeah, amount of but, drugs that dude's ingested yeah, but like mick jagger you're like well at least he's got something to like contribute you know well, like oh yeah no, no no i'm just saying like the amount of drugs that dude has right. done he's you're like, like how right. is your heart beating because his blood is like, like formaldehyde like, right right you i take too many like, aspirin and i get palpitations <laughs> right like there's so many people that like you know smokers lifelong smokers they quit smoking they get cancer they die yeah like 
they if they would have just kept smoking, they'd live to like probably be fine. Yeah, twenty five, right? Because their lungs are like you know crystallized. Yeah, but like this is Trump. Trump's never yep. dying. Unfortunately, I don't think he's gonna die, and that's that's sad. It's I I can't wait to you know for him. To, that's I can't even believe I'm saying that. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not saying it. But I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> Let's just That's say her. Aaron won't be uh, wearing black for a month in mourning. But I'm telling you right now. He's, he's not. It, it, as long as it's profitable for him, mm-hmm. it's not going to stop. It, even if he doesn't officially announce this time. And like, let's say he doesn't actually run because of all his legal troubles. He's going to go for it next time. And the next time. Yeah. like. It's he'd actually be smart if he just ran for governor of Florida. He'd win that. Yeah, he would. But he's not going to go a step down. There's a rumor down. going around that he wants people to write his name in instead of Ron DeSantis because him and Ron are like. Right. They are not buddy, buddy. Not right now. So moving on to. Okay. I have to say. We all agreed Biden for me. and. I know Stacey really liked him, but he was like a, he was like a palate I'm cleanser. I'm the one who I think said he was him. a palate yeah. cleanser. Yeah. He wasn't anybody that I thought. I, I just. he's a super nice guy. Sure. He's 100% agree. I was Joe. not expecting things to get done and things have gotten done. And listen, I'm not, I'm not taking away from what the house has done. Nancy Pelosi has fucking right. crushed it. Right. Chuck Schumer has whipped the votes that he needed to. Right. And thank God but Kamala also, Harris is breaking ties. Biden but, has done some stuff. Right. Well, like it was interesting because nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff started happening. And we're well, like, you had, to, you had to flip Joe Manchin. Cause they're working yeah. on stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, it was fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Right? It's, been, it's, it's been, been a good few weeks to be a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So dark Brandon's making things happen. <laughs> and you know what I love about, here's one of the things I do love about Joe Biden is, and I've always loved this about him when like his kind of, because he's been in this game longer than any of us have been alive. He, he has been in the Senate for I don't know, since fucking Christ was eating dirt. Like he has been there for, for fucking ever. And sandals. So he knows how things work, right? Like he, he's not new here. Right. So when they ask him stuff about, like I, I saw a clip of him today when they were like, so uh, Biden or uh, Trump said that you can just cl- unclassify documents and go wherever you want. Is that true? And he was just like, what? Right. He was like, I like no. That he's like, can't be bothered by the fucking nonsense right or like yes. in that press conference when they're yeah. like what about the people who have already paid their student loans and he's like, like what about the around. corporations what about the people that who got... paying taxes? right so i'm here for biden of like no chill and he's yeah. just like you, you people are fucking ridiculous like right. i'm not dealing with this i'm not like, gonna fuck around with this little if you've got real questions like... i'll answer them yeah in the but... meantime i'll be trying to fix the country right yeah. so kind of I like newsome love... with his yeah. whole like it's the right thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. there was this meme <laughs> that came out of that that press conference where, like, the person asked the question and Joe Biden turns around. He's got like laser eyes. Yeah, I, saw that. <laughs> I was like peeing my pants, and then the sunglasses come down. He's like, "Deal with it." Like, right. I just 
Like I, I've never loved. I've lo- I actually, I take it back. I love Joe Biden. I've always. Loved I Joe loved Biden. Joe Biden as I, vice president right. a whole lot. Right, yeah. like him and Obama mm-hmm. together, they were just like this awesome bromance. Name that we were like, yes, like mm-hmm. that is who I love. That's I love him as vice country. president too. Yeah, right. And so when he obviously stepped up, I was like, all my supports with him now because I can't handle right. four more years well, and no one can likable guy can reach across the aisle has been right. you know right before. so it's like you Electable. were excited to see what was going to happen we're also not a cult happening. and i was like oh my god right, right. exactly we were you fine we a president right. and still not even agree with everything right exactly right and we were fine with abandoning that- our first choices and getting behind them because yeah. that's what grown-ups do Right. Because Bingo. that's what fucking happened. But like there was someone that someone that said something on Twitter, like obviously. And I just remember them, I remember responding like, I can absolutely find things wrong with Joe Biden because I don't think he's a fucking god. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, but now, like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Joe Biden. Do I like that he's 175 years old? No. But <laughs> I think that he is doing what he said he was going to do. Like, is it everything he said he was? No, but like, that's but not. But also, it hasn't been. It's not even been a year. Right? Like, Give I just. He's, fucking time. He's doing. He's, he's doing done some quite good a shit. bit in the amount of time he's been there. Right. He's so doing good shit, man. He passed the student loan reform, um, which, listen, I'm going to come out of the gate and say. I think it would have been way more effective to mandatory lower interest rates. Agreed. Sure. For permanently. Okay. Right. But there's millions of people that this is going to help mm-hmm. that. And listen, I'm not, I don't get any loan forgiveness. Right. <laughs> like, that's not, I'm, I'm so I could be bitter, right? Because the cap, the monetary cap is lower than what my household makes. Right. But you know what? lucky for me like right. i'm in a place that that's fine that's I'm, how right. everybody so should think loans aren't breaking oh you. my god no, this whole right. idea of like well i had to so no one else. yeah no Fuck that's you. insane just be happy for other people right. how about and that i love the extra provision for pell grant holders because the majority of totally. pell grant holders make less than thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars a right. year so the fact yeah. that they're extinguishing twenty thousand dollars of debt from their student loans i think was just like such awesome. a chef's kiss yes. because it was so surgical and specified to like the people who really really needed it mm-hmm. that like i couldn't be happier about it and right. i don't know how many studies we need to do that when you look at the middle class and and the lower middle class when you give them money they put it back into the economy mm-hmm. like i don't know how many times we have to examine that statistic god just look at my bank account that shit's going right back into the economy right but i'm <laughs> just saying like i'm happy and listen ten thousand dollars isn't going to fix everybody's student loans but it's something which Mm -hmm. is why i would have liked to have seen interest rates lowered Mm -hmm. but hey Hey, first step five don't don't let perfection be the enemy of good i am thrilled for the people that this is going to wipe out their student loans especially for the people that weren't even able to finish their degrees for a plethora of reasons that didn't include being lazy or not wanting Mm -hmm. to but included family emergencies getting pregnant Mm -hmm. illness like all kinds of things Mm -hmm. like the fact that these people will no longer be drowning in this debt not being able to buy houses or have children or get married or just go on vacation. You don't have right. everyone keeps saying like, oh, millennials will have kids now. Fuck, I'll be happy if because you're not paying six hundred dollars a month in student loans, 
you can go on fucking vacation for the first time in 10 years or be able to buy that pair of shoes you've really, really been wanting. Like the the people that this will have the biggest impact on absolutely deserve it. They need it. Yeah. This predatory behavior by, by colleges in a lot of instances, I'm not saying all of them, but I think this is, I think this is a huge help. I think long-term going forward, we should have just lowered interest rates, but the 5% on income-driven repayment plans is a huge breath of fresh air from the 10%. That's really because the frustrating thing about income-driven plans was they didn't take into account your mortgage. They didn't take into account your cars. They didn't take none any of your that, bills. Yeah. Right. None of your bills. Cell they just phones based, or, and you know what? Mm-hmm. When you look at Child my care. my income in California looks very different than someone in Oklahoma, but shit's expensive here. Right. Because it's California. So it was such like a it just, it wasn't a orange for orange kind of comparison, which I always found incredibly frustrating. Um, so I'm, I'm super stoked. The amount of, Me I think too. if they said it's like, uh, what, 48 million people, this is going to help. Awesome. Man. Yeah. So stoked but for everybody that this is going to help. the best thing to come out of this. The best thing to come out of this. <laughs> My favorite. The White House Twitter account. Oh and I'm going to let Stacey talk about the it. The definition of zero chill. I want to be friends with this girl. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Same. Well, and it was funny too because when I I saw a TikTok that was like, who is this person? And it talked about when she ran social media for yeah, the governor uh, of Jersey. For the governor yeah. of Jersey. Someone who said had, your mom. Yeah, somebody had tweeted who said New Jersey have a Twitter. She said your mom. <laughs> died <laughs> it speaks best. to the people that they need to like it speaks right. to young people right. right and that's who they need to so <laughs> your mom in comes like that. marjorie taylor green and all the fucking conservatives complaining about this right and so what does the white house do they start retweeting them with how much ppp loans that they received <laughs> and it's just like Mwah. right like, Oh, I do want to preface this by saying before we go any further. Yeah, I don't care that small businesses got their PP loan, PPP no. loans forgiven during the no. pandemic. I think that's what the I, government's there for. Like this small business, my small business got a PPP I, loan, and I did what I needed to do with it, which was I used it I'm correctly. Not, I'm not mad about and it. I got it forgiven, right? But like, I'm not. I'm. It's the hypocrisy, not, right? Like you're I'm not, not also then complaining about, about government assisted loans, programs right, and blah right. blah like, blah. I was thrilled, and I'm never going to complain. I just right. wanted to preface it by saying I'm, we're not mad that right. PPP loans no, got forgiven. No, 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 no. Like hypocrisy. help but, help all the small it, businesses. Okay, forgive so all of them. Started it started with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, what a fucking cunt! Criticizing loan God, forgiveness. I hate her. And then the White House retreated, we t- retweeted a clip of her going off on it. And all it said, and so, you know, they retweeted it and it said, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene had $183,504 in PPP loans forgiven. That's all it said. That's all it needed to say. And you're bitching Five, about 10 grand. Right. right. Five more came out and it just like, man, was it great. So it like, I just couldn't have been more. So Marjorie, so Matt Gates got four, Matt Gates got 476,000 forgiven. Greg Pence, Republican in Indiana, 79,000. Vern Buchanan out of Florida, 2.8 million in PPP forgiven. Kevin Hearn, Republican out of Oklahoma, 
1.7 million. Roger Williams, 1.4 million. Brett Guthrie out of Kentucky, 4.3 million dollars. Million. Okay, That's Ralph not a Norum. small business anymore. Right. Ralph Nor- Northam, Republican out of South Carolina, 306,000. Ralph Abraham, Republican out of Louisiana, 38,000. Mike Kelly, Republican out of Pennsylvania, 974,000. Vicki Hartzler, Republican out of Missouri, 451,000. Marquane Mullen, Republican out of Oklahoma, 988,000. And Carol Miller, Republican oh, out of West Virginia, $3.1 million for giving. And that's listen. just like the start of the list. <laughs> right. right. Listen, right. these were, these were, this was by far my favorite response. Uh, this guy, Scott. Oh, okay. So Scott Lynch, the author, said, Hey, White House staff, just so you know, if you're going to continue to drag these hypocrites with clear and hard hitting messaging, you run a serious risk of surging enthusiasm, electoral success, and continued improvements to the lives of millions of Americans. This is the shit that millennials and Gen Z want to see. Is what oh, we want, these assholes. Right? I'm sorry. Taking the high road has not worked because that's not the game they're playing. Right. Burn them. Fucking point out their hip- hypocrisy. Put it on right. black. Let everyone see it. Because you know what's easy to retweet when republicans start going off little memes about how much money the republicans got forgiven like right well stop, and it's just stop trying to play the higher road it's just not here's, here's some other uh like uh greatest hits from megan coin okay so also when she was running the new jersey um governor's twitter delaware had shared this thing about like it was on April Fool's Day, so about Delaware and New Jersey merging and becoming New Delaware and blah, blah, blah. She retweeted <laughs> it and just said, delete your account, but with a like you are. Uh, so that was a really good one. There was another one to... Um, this this woman is... She's fantastic. She's clearly got like, like the dry sense of humor you need. Oh my to, God, like, like that's what's going to... She's in touch with fucking Gen Z and millennials. And millennials. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's going to engage them. And I just was like, oh, we're going to... Yeah, yeah, well, let's like, do you, this. The amount of people that retweeted just that oh, very first that Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green, like there oh, was probably like fifty perfection. or sixty people that retweeted that, and then that those retweets on that, and then it just went completely fucking viral. Like it was, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. beautiful. It, it was, was beautifully executed. Because it you know what? I'm tired of these assholes running perfection. their mouths and no repercussions because mm-hmm. Joe Biden's above it. Kamala Harris is above it. Like, whatever. But you know who's not above it? Me. I'm yeah. not fucking above it. Or Megan Coyne. And I want to see these assholes held accountable for their mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'm not into petty disagreements, but you guys are liars and right. hypocrites. <laughs> right. You need to be called out because people, good good people and i do believe there are good people are they fall for it they're i to some extent these people are victims of the the social media and and other media sphere they've put themselves in and i'm not saying they're stupid because i don't think they inherently are i think it's real easy to fall into your silos and i think that mm-hmm. if they actually if some of this hypocrisy broke through I think they're going to be appalled. I really do. I just think they yeah. are. Yeah. Not yeah. all of them. Some of them don't Steve, give a shit. I just think Megan Coyne won the week. Won the month. Right. Like, give that girl a fucking... <laughs> it's nap, like, like Megan like Coyne, Biden, Mary Garland. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. It's, it's In that order. <laughs> well, and it's interesting to me, too, because, like, as someone who applied for the PPP loan and followed 
everything to a fucking T. Like, I just would love to see exactly how these people spent all that money. Oh, because I same. guarantee you they didn't spend it right. Well, but and see, I wonder how many public records requests will come from these little tidbits of information. Right. Well, I'm like, this is the, the well, entire freedom of information problem Act. with with the PPP program was you you applied PPP. through your bank. You applied through your bank and then you applied for forgiveness through your bank. It was not done like you know, like the money was given to the banks to then distribute, mm, you know, right. it wasn't directly from the government that you right. got this, these monies. So like after doing it, you know, you think to yourself, God, I could have gotten away with a lot more, but you didn't. <laughs> but you're a decent I, human being. You're, I'm a decent right. fucking person. Right. And I was like, no, this is all I needed. And that was so amazing to get that amount. But here we got Marjorie fucking Taylor Green getting all of this fucking hundred and some $184,000. So like, that's just her payroll for like one for her. It, three months. Yeah. For but her. I'm just saying like, that's <laughs> right. But like, that's, that's what she was supposed to like put up. Like, but it's the fact that they're bitching about 10 grand. No, I right. you. no I'm saying like, beyond it's that. the hypocrisy for i don't even like think that if you that, like, were a member probably of... didn't even spend it right to begin right, with right and then they got it forgiven mm-hmm. and now they're bitching about 10 grand which was had to be spent correctly mm-hmm. right and they're bitching about it well here's right. the thing too i i think a law should be written um and i don't i don't care if you're a republican or a democrat in this instance where stuff like that, if you're in Congress, you shouldn't even be eligible. Your businesses shouldn't be eligible. 100%. Like, and I'm sorry, even if you are a Democrat, you, no one sitting in Congress who makes these decisions should be eligible for that kind of bailout. It's like, a conflict of interest. Uh, how's it not a conflict right. of interest? Right. We can't even take candy at well, our office if a builder comes share in. Share it with everyone in the office. Right. You have to put it out for the public to be able to get, if a if a if a company that's building one of our parks comes in at Christmas and brings like a box of chocolates for us because we've been working with them for three years to build a park and it's addressed to whoever, the planner of the park, they have to put it out for public consumption. Otherwise, it's receiving a gift. That's mm-hmm. how that's what makes me so mad when people treat us local local government officials like we're the federal government. I'm like, no, right. our rules like are much stricter. Right. <laughs> like, like no, God, I, I can't even it. take C's in my mm-hmm. office. Like it has to be available <laughs> for public consumption. In case residents would like some of your seats. Candy. But you know what? I've always been like, oh, cool. We all have candy now. <laughs> like, I've right. never even yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's the difference. If you, if you're a member of Congress, you shouldn't even be eligible for this kind of shit. Okay. Nor should you be able to purchase stocks and, and play the stock market the way some of these assholes do. And uh, Democrats are guilty of it too. Like, oh, I know. There are certain right. things you should have to give up. And you know what? Maybe yes. that would force them out of their terms right that they're sitting in for 60 years at a I time was literally in some cases thinking that you read my mind yeah it would be like, a forced term limit like right, you don't get like, to benefit off of your ins how's that not insider yeah. trading right it's, how's it's it not? almost like it's like you're allowed to have a four-year term and after four years if you would like to leave and then, then you're allowed to then you're allowed to invest the money that you made while you were in office then right. you're allowed so 
until then, until you leave office, you're not allowed. You're People not allowed should not be getting it. rich off of investments while mm -hmm. they're in office because they're privy to information that the general public is not. Right. And yes, again, I mean that for both sides. Yeah. Right. Nobody should be able to get rich government because of we're not in a cult. Yes. Yes. And because I want better for the American people. Yeah. Like, listen, I think like the things Nancy Pelosi has done in office have been astounding. She is a force to be reckoned with and she will be uh, memorialized for all of history, for all of her good. Also, and it's time for her to let new to blood come in right. and yeah. run and things. she shouldn't have gotten her hair done when salons were closed. All of yeah. it's true. Yeah. You know why? Because we're not in a cult. Because we're not in a cult. <laughs> right. She's so cool. Yeah. But it's no hate on Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. yeah. Just like Joe Biden, the amount that you have done in these few years is going to be incredible. Right. And you're Maybe too you old to run, run again. again. You're too old to run again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe don't run again. And Bernie Sanders, you're too old to run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. We let's have new Katie, blood that we should let's be. Let's get Katie Porter in there. Oh my God. Or Pete Buttigieg. Or Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Yeah. He's he amazes me every time I hear him speak. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm sad. Beto and and Gavin Newsom and oh God, just so we many have people. A, we AOC have AOC. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Uh, I would vote for Stacey Abrams Game for over. president right now. Yes, I'd vote for right Stacey now. Abrams for literally a dog literally. Like, yes. Her, yeah. Right, whatever. Yes. Dog yes. catcher, city clerk, whatever. Put her in charge. <laughs> this reminds me of like yeah. Lady in the Tramp. I think Stacey Abrams should be in charge of everything. Everything, yeah. Everything. yeah. Let's say let Stacey Abrams run everything. Let her pick who she needs, and right. like I'll vote for it. Tell 100%. me who. Yeah. yeah. But like, Biden done a good job. Time to step down. Bernie Sanders, time to step down. Yeah. Thank you for Nancy your service. Pelosi. Oh, fucking right. Diane Feinstein. Oh my God. For the love of God, step <laughs> down. Right. Uh, like all of those talk people. Did you about Liz Cheney's defeat? We did. We did. Okay. did was I on it? Womp womp. You no, were. No, I was last week. No, you were on it. You were. You were. Jean. We talked about it with Jean. Mm -hmm. You don't remember. I don't remember. For I have no memory of this. For us reasons. I the what the takeaway from this change Aaron was, was men in black after her last yeah. podcast. My takeaway from Liz Cheney is she's doing the right thing. Let's also not forget all the things she stands for. Right. One, she's she's very much a Republican. Yeah. Two things can be true at once. Bingo. I think it's great that she's standing up and standing Bang. against. What a hero. Also, I don't fucking agree with anything. Anything stands for not a one, yeah, except for that her? Trump should be in prison. Like, well, and she's like, finally gotten behind vote. gay marriage. Yeah, when she was like, "I hope she runs for president. I might vote for her." I was like, "Jean, she, yeah, shut up. No, you don't. You, you just want to get in her pants, Jean. Yeah, like you can't like expect because you're gonna vote for her, you're gonna be able to have sex. Her front pleated like, pants. Her front pleats. <laughs> but you, you can. That's how low the Trying bar has gotten, though. Like. And I don't meet her parents. We'll see what happens with um, Liz Cheney. And we have gotten a few emails about what we think, you know, uh, the presidential election is going to look like. Listen, guys. It's too early. Too early it's to too start. early. And don't worry about presidential. Focus on the midterms. Yep, 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 right. yep. Volunteer. Be a poll worker. Focus on your you local do. elections. If, if no, you don't have no, time, no. but you have money to donate, 
Donate to vote blue. Yes. But we will not be talking about presidential runs until the midterms are over Mm -hmm. because midterms, as we've seen, are just as important. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I think as Americans, we're so not used to them meaning so much as right. they do now but they've always been like i was gonna say some of us have some of us some have of us have always cared. Cared. I, I agree with that they always have but because more people, people are now, paying attention yeah are paying yeah. attention and they actually understand how important it really is and not just you know our congressmen and our senators but our local elections mean so much more. And I, I, I will never forget like first being on here and, uh, you know, Jackie, you had said right away and Stacey, you too, is how important local elections are. And I don't think I was as in it because mm-hmm. when I lived in Sometimes Valparaiso, they're more important because they actually affect your everyday right, life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like when I was in Valparaiso in Indiana, like it was very Republican. So it's mm-hmm. like, I knew eh, whatever. That, yeah. Yeah. So like, but here, because I'm in a blue area, like mm-hmm. I know how much more important it is and how yeah. you have the potential to be a help. kind of purple state. Yeah. It, it's interesting. So, yeah. well, I here's the thing too. Local that. elections actually impact your day to day life. Right. Like, especially, so take California, mm-hmm. for instance, we live in California. We're pretty insulated from national debacles, like, because we're, super dominated by democrats like our legislators democrats our houses democrats our senators democrats our governors democrat and that's pretty that's long standing it may change one day i don't know but right now we're we're insulated from national debacles yeah but if you want to talk about your water rates and your parks and how homelessness is is handled and mm-hmm. Um, how much affordable housing is your area in roadways and potholes and police force. Like all of that shit is decided at local levels. Your whether or not your kids went back to school is decided at a local level. Like there's so much mm-hmm. that's in, I, I wish people sometimes would even, especially now that it's so accessible online. If you just turn tune into your city council meeting, even once a month and heard the amount of decisions that are made there that impact everything right. that you do, you would be astounded of how mm. much of your day to day is decided in that three hour by just a couple of knuckleheads from your city, <laughs> right? And whatever uh, public speaker showed up that day to voice their actual or opinions, the on five it. public speakers that show up every two weeks, yes, like it's. And I can tell you as a local government worker, if you're really upset about something and you email your city council, that is immediately pushed down to staff and we immediately Mm -hmm. handle it. Like I'm talking like drop everything and handle Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yes. So if you Mm -hmm. think that you don't have access or, or you can't influence local politics. You have the most access. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they're not they're not competing for 300 million votes. They're competing for 60,000 or 70,000. Well, like, and sometimes the difference is like a thousand or in some cases, if it's an off year. Yeah. Mayors, mayor races, there's 500 people that vote. Yeah. Three people matter. That's right. a household. Right. Like, right. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's oh, us. Yeah, that's it's us. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would encourage people, and we say this on here frequently. I know. 
watch watch one a month. They meet right. frequently. They meet every other week where I work. Like, Look, and it's and not if just. You have- if you had a bit of a goof troop in charge too, kind of funny. Well, and it's not just city council. There's planning commission. There's yeah, parks and recreation true. commission. There's nothing is decided in where you live without people weighing in on it in an extensive public process. And there are opportunities like when we build a park where I work, we go to that community and we set up tents and we take community feedback mm-hmm. about what's going on in that park. We do online surveys. We do phone surveys. We do email surveys. Like if you're actually paying attention, you can, we switched our park design because of, of resident feedback that we got. The residents changed an entire park because they wanted something different and we're building yeah. it for them. So like, don't just worry about what Joe Biden and Trump are doing. Pay attention to what your local politicians are doing, because sure. I'll tell you what, your park, you spend more time at your park than you'll ever spend with Joe Biden or, or Donald Trump. Right. God, I hope so. Yeah. For your I'm sake, never. I hope so. I hope that's true. Yeah. <laughs> spend that much time with what? Um, what are you guys Joe, obsessed with Joe this Biden, week? I would. Um, I, I totally drink with fucking... Joe Biden. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we know what Aaron's going to be obsessed with. Um, so I have a couple of things. Number one, I feel like my life has been taken over by that porn kid. I just like, I would kill somebody. Have you not seen the corn kid on TikTok? No. Where he's fuck? getting, oh my God, I'm going to send it to you. Where he's getting interviewed at the state fair and he's eating <laughs> corn. And he's like, I love corn. And like somebody remixed it and made a and made a song out of it. Do you really not know what I'm no, talking about? Brandon? I don't watch that much TikTok. And I'm he's like, "Corn, it has the juice." You don't know what I'm talking about? No. A big old lump with knobs. You literally don't. I'm I, gonna send this to why you. Why would I fucking lie to you right now? God, bird. This corn kid has been taken over the interwebs. Oh, and let me just God. tell you, this kid. And literally, he goes in the interview. He goes, and then. And he, he's so funny because he's like, corn, it's just the most beautiful thing. And then he goes, <laughs> and then he goes, um, he goes, then I, I had it with butter and everything. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Where's the lie? <laughs> Where's so the, the lie, right? The corn kid, specifically the song that was made of this kid's interview. That's what just, you're obsessed with? Has, I was in a, um, I was in a meeting yesterday and somebody mentioned corn because because we grow corn here. And uh, and our city clerk turned to me and like started mouthing the song. And I was like, done, instantly done. In my mind all day, I'm like, it has the juice. Big old <laughs> lump with knobs. <laughs> like it does. Oh fucking, it made me so happy. Um, the other thing I'm obsessed with right now is, um, you know, I went through a whole, like I get obsessed with things and I have to do like a full deep dive. Um, so when I watched the secrets of playboy and then I had to go watch girls next door again, and then I was reading Holly's books, Holly and Bridget from girls next door have a new podcast where they're like revisiting, reacting to the girls next door show. But the first episode, they kind of went through their history and like how they moved into the playboy mansion, how they became girlfriends, all that kind of stuff. And like, like, just like I mean none of it's new information to me but being able to hear them kind of talk about it especially Bridget like she's from around here and so it's just kind of interesting to hear like how all that shit progressed um and then the last thing I will say that I'm obsessed with is um 
is something I watched, but what the hell was it? Well, League. I've been watching A League of Their Own. Oh. I have a couple episodes in, but it was something. It That's was something it. else. <laughs> oh, oh, it was the trailer. Um, it was actually two trailers that I saw this week. So the trailer for Pinocchio, the live action Looks with good. Tim Hunks, American hero. Um, do you know, I remember that from when Amy Poehler and Tina Fey hosted the yes. Golden Globes. Yes. We called Tom Hanks, Tim Hunks. Tim Hunks. <laughs> and Amy Poehler was like, man, I knew I was going to mess that one up. Um, <laughs> it just like Cynthia Erivo is blue fairy. Like it just looks so good. It looks so good. And the other one was for, oh my God, but huh or gutsy the chelsea Clinton. uh no but you can add that to the list oh, no yeah. it was the wednesday adams oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. i think that looks so good yeah, so i'm really good. i'm really excited yeah. about those and then obviously my tried and true back to the beach right now podcast about laguna beach i'm reliving some glory high school days oh my god and we obsessed with oh so- i'll leave their own yeah go ahead Oh, okay. A League of Their Own. <laughs> um, no one follows Aaron on Twitter. Literally yeah. shocking. How many times have you watched the entire series? Um, I'm on my fifth rewatch. Jesus Christ. Aaron. Yeah, it's bad. Do you I'm... need blink if you need help? <laughs> okay. I don't want to stop. I know. I, I really so... am a couple episodes in, and I really, really like Nick Offerman. Bird. Bird. She calls her bird. Joe calls Greta bird. I'm giving you two minutes. Oh, oh, oh my God. Um, so first and foremost, um, I feel like I should be able to get more because I wasn't on last week. So just saying. Um I have not watched a show that has grabbed my attention like this in quite some time. Um, it is so gloriously gay. It is so gay. It is super so gay. We don't get a lot, so you yeah. gotta like, no, and it's yeah. like I've I've sunk my teeth in, all of my teeth. Which makes and, sense because from an outside perspective, I have a feeling that league was pretty gay. I mean, like probably. So it's nice right? to have like a realistic depiction. Well, of we're what gonna was send going five on. women to Mars because there won't right. be any sex. There won't be any right. sex. Right. So sure. one of the so like I I loved Broad City. Broad City was yeah. one of my very favorite TV shows ever. And I lo- I fell in love with Abby Jacobson Jacobson. Mm-hmm. Like she was like my fucking girl. And then I went and yeah, actually so saw her girls. live and I like got to meet her and I got her autograph and we sat and talked for like 45 minutes. Like it was amazing. Like it was seriously one of the best moments of my young like improv life because I was doing mm-hmm. improv at the time. And I just, I loved it. I loved it. So like seeing her progression from like not out to out and now creating this amazingly queer show has just been really, really exciting, especially for someone like me who's like now being able to create what I would like to create and, and tell queer stories the way I want to tell them. It's just been really amazing. And a League of Their Own has been this show that I needed in a time when like my life was kind of dark. So I was like super excited about it, but like it grabbed me and will not let go. And I love everything about it. And I think what I love the most is that there's so many different stories and there's so many different things that you can relate to. Even as a straight person, you can relate you can see what was going on and it's so true to life. And they tried so hard to make sure that they got like actual, like older peaches to come in and talk about like what they went through. And 
um, like Maybell Blair is actually like one of the peaches that was like instrumental and in creating these stories. And she came out at the age of 95. Like, it's just, it's just so amazing. And I'm so in love with the show. Like I literally want to do an entire podcast about We're going their to. Own when, We're going when, to. when everybody watches it. So that will happen. I will make sure of it. Jackie just okayed it. We're so it's good. To. And I'm, I love it. I love everything about it. And I'm in the precarious situation where I have to watch it with my wife, I, which means it's not going to happen as quickly as, as I'd like for it yeah. to happen. But I'll tell you right now, I would take a bullet for Darcy Carden. <laughs> so many people. Oh my God. Uh, that oh does my not God. Aaron, I'm me. proud of you. You kept that under two minutes. Greta Gill. You're my home girl. Um, so this week I'm obsessed with, this is going to be a little bit different. Um, I recently, those of you that have listened for a long time, I left my old job and I started working for a new one. And um, I have never been in a situation where I have worked for an institution that is run by 75% women. Okay. And I started there in May. And now that the summer's over and we're heading into the school year, um, I'm used to my profession dictates that we are typically run by school year. Summer and spring are our busiest seasons. I work for Parks and Recreation. Like, so I'm used to like that rhythm. And when I tell you um, what a difference I've seen since school has started working for a uh, pretty much all women run uh, entity, the amount of flexibility that is allowed for families because it's all women that work there has just blown me away and has made me in a way more loyal to this mm -hmm. place. Like our city manager is an assistant city manager are very much like, you need to take kids to school. You need to pick them up, go like work, finish your job, do what you need to do, finish it when you can. And we're good. There's no guilt. There's no side eye. There's no, um, making people feel bad. And that's not just for kids. Like if you have family that you need to take care of, go take care of it. If you have doctor's appointments, go take care of it. <clears throat> the trust that's intrinsically built into letting people just do their jobs. Um, I have never, and part of it's because I work for government. So our rules are a little bit stricter than if you were to work for like a private agency that, you know, they have to allow that freedom in order to retain employees that doesn't exist in local government. Typically, yeah. typically, I have been so blown away by just the trust, I guess, that they put in their employees of, hey, if you need to do something for your family or, and even if your family is your dogs or your roommate, or if you are married or have kids, it's the, the like spotlight they have placed on, you need to do what you need to do to make sure that everything is taken care of is been so refreshing to me and you know what maybe there are male um ceos or whatever out there that exists that operate like that i have never worked with one i am just so grateful to be in an institution that places so much emphasis on trust in their employees and hey if you're saying you're going to work from home tonight to get this project done and you left work we trust you get it done. Like we don't, we don't care. And that's, that has been such a, a breath of fresh air for me, especially as you I've slogged away in like the bowels of government work for as long as I have. Um, 
And what's crazy is, y'all listen, if you guys are managers or CEOs or anything out there, I'm telling you, if you treat your employees like this, it makes them more loyal to you. I Like I stayed till seven o'clock last night. And to, more productive. Yeah, I stayed till seven o'clock last night because I needed to get something done for my boss because I wasn't going to let her start Friday without it because that's what she preferred because I feel loyalty to her already after only being there a few months. Like um, I've always tried to be that kind of boss. I've just never had it emulated from the top back to me. And it's just, it's women should run everything. All right. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah. you haven't had the opportunity to work for women yet, I really recommend you go find a place and listen, where I work is super fast paced and the intensity is, is charged up all of the time because we run very lean. They like to call it. We do a lot with very little, but the trust that they instill in their employees between us and them is I've just, I've never experienced anything like it. And like, um, I always kind of thought I would come here and it would be like an in-between to where I ultimately wanted to end back up. But it would take so much for me to leave this institution now. Like, so something would have to drastically change and that doesn't happen a lot in government work. So, um, if you're a boss, keep your fucking employees in mind, I guess is my, like, if you want to breed loyalty and you, you're worried about this, this quiet quitting that's taking place with Mm -hmm. agencies and you're worried about employee turnover because we know that costs, you know, ends up costing companies thousands of dollars Take a real long, hard look. Are you treating your employees like children or are you treating them like adults? Are you taking into account their work-life balance? Uh, when employees is c- continuously showing up late, have you taken the time to ask them if there's something going on that you can support them in or are you just being an asshole? Like yeah. all of those things matter. And I, I, women should run everything. I just, I think it's inherently in women to be more supportive and to care more more about what's going on in their employees' lives than it is with men because women are used to juggling and balancing more than men are. Mm -hmm. I just, that's what I think. And And um, we're used to doing all that with emotions. It's mind-blowing that we can- Well, here's the other thing too that I've learned working for a mostly woman agency- For the first time in my professional life, emotions aren't treated as bad. Right. It's not that you shouldn't have them. Normalize being a human. Normalize having emotions. Normalize caring and being passionate about something. And the people that I work for, they they like when people get like worked up and kind of yell and stuff. And and it's never looked down upon. And they cuss and they roll their eyes and they'll tell you like. That's not the most important thing to us right now. Here's what we need to focus on. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that because my next thing could be the most important thing. We're focused. I I don't know how to describe it. It's, um, it feels more like an invitation and less like a dictation, I guess Mm -hmm. is the, you feel invited to the conversation and not told what you're going to do. And, um, that makes sense. It's invaluable. It's fantastic of your work life i'm so scared our city manager is gonna leave in a year and i'm so scared of what they're gonna do like so because she's retiring she's not like 
nothing's wrong. Like she's retiring. So, and we retire mm-hmm. at 55. So it's like, a, I'm, I'm happy for her. She's going to get to go, you know, do her thing, but God, I hope they don't. And we'll see what happens. I may feel very differently in a year, but we'll see what right. happens. But like, I just, I'm trying to learn as much as I can from the women that are running this institution now, because they're, I mean, they're late, late boomers, early Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a shit ton of wisdom between the two of them. And like, I want to learn all of the, cause I don't, I'm not one of those people that needs to burn their hand on the stove 50 times to learn something. Like right. you tell me it's hot. I fucking believe you. Tell me what not to Got do it. in your experience. Right. Yeah. And I won't do it. So I'm just trying to like suck up. Like my boss right now is one of those people that if you get on a call early, like, you know how it all is. When you get on a meeting, you're the first one there, like whatever. Mm-hmm. She, she doesn't just mute herself. She remembers all of your, she, how's your, so how's Lincoln doing? How's, you know, uh, how's mm-hmm. it like in preschool? Like she knows all of that about all of us. Like, yeah. it's just, it's pretty incredible To That's awesome. Yeah. So if you're a supervisor, take the time to learn those things about the people that work for you. It means a lot when you're waiting there. And I'm in charge of a lot of fucking people. And even though I only have two bosses, it's, it means a lot when they remember shit about yeah. you because you know, they have a lot going on. So treat, treat your employees like they're fucking human beings. Literally not. That's all idea. you have to do. Don't be a dick. Mm. That's like the fucking key of this entire <laughs> podcast is don't be a goddamn dick. You'll be shocked how loyal they are to you. If you're not a dick. Right. Why is that so hard for people to get? Because you know what? Because she's so not a dick. If she came to me tomorrow, even on a Saturday, and was like, hey, I would never do this to you on a weekend, but we have to get this done today, I would drop fucking everything on it. For yeah. Her. Yeah. Everything. Where my last boss, I would have been like, well, that's too bad. Like, oh, wow, best, we're going to have to wait till Monday. Best wishes, yeah. warmest regards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts and prayers. But this, this person, even though I've only worked for her for three months, I would be like, for sure, send me all of the things. We will get it done. Like, mm-hmm. we will, I will not let you look bad in front of anyone. Right. Like, that's the kind of loyalty that breeds. That's so. always the the goal, right? Is uh, like, I remember when I worked at um, my first admissions job and I, my boss was my favorite boss I've ever had. Like, he was amazing. He was the coolest boss and he was not a woman, but he was the coolest boss. He was the same way, like, get your shit done. And I, I trust you, like, do what you need to do. If you need to come in late, if you need whatever, he was so cool. But he, he said to me, you make me look good. I make my boss look good. Mm -hmm. The end. That's, that's all it is. That's what we do here. So when you make me look good, I turn around, I go on and I make my boss look good. You know, we get our admissions numbers up. I make my boss look good the end and it, i don't think that men are incapable of it i no i, I just, agree with you I just women and just seem so more thoughtful like i had a conversation with um her the city manager and the assistant city manager yesterday and it was about a farmer's market thing it doesn't really matter but we weren't going to be able to do a farmer's market on the specific day that they had initially wanted to do so we had offered to do like a food truck fair every friday on a friday night instead and her response was I don't want to task your staff with another Friday night event and keep them away from their families. Like we'll just wait a year what? and see how it pans out. And I was so thankful that that was her line of thought of 
We can't do it on the date God. on the, she wanted, originally the thought was to do it on Sundays, but two neighboring cities have them on Sunday. So it wouldn't make sense for us to do it also because it would have saturated the market. Totally. So our thought was in replacement to offer this, but her, her immediate thought was, we're not going to extend your staff's Friday night work time to fill this gap. Like, let's not do it. Let's see if the community has any pushback about it. And then we'll move. On. And this is the city manager. Not the, not someone who oversees this. Right, 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 right. Like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't think anyone has ever cared how many holidays or Friday nights or anything I work. No, that's wild. Because that was her response. And she was like, I'm not going to do that to your staff. They're already like, they spend too much time away from their families. Let's like wait it out and see what happens. That's her knee jerk reaction, which is what I'm saying. That's what makes people loyal. Because if she asked us to work on those Fridays after this, I would, because I knew it would be important. You know what I mean? Like, right. so anyway. I'd be obsessed with that too, if I were you. Yeah. Opposite day. I'm just, I wanted people to know there are better things out there. Don't get stuck. There are better things. Yep. Stacey, I'm looking at you. Okay. And me. So, I hear you. I hear you. I love and you're you're loud your own worst enemy. I don't have that's loud a whole other podcast. You guys oh, have a great weekend. Have the best weekend available to you. We love you. Hey, look. Yes, and we if love you're you so much. Marjorie Taylor Green, have the weekend you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the questions coming in. I promise we will talk about presidential elections once all of you have voted in the midterms. Yes. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.